Hi, friends. It's Anne. It's just me here this week because the Tishi gang has got a lot on their plates. Let's see. Um, Bobby is has started his new job last week and is moving into his new apartment this week. So he's out of the mix. Uh, Hillary is off to Dallas to go to the Great Texas State Fair. I hope they're having a great time. Um, I don't remember what Meredith's doing, but it probably involves a sidecar. Uh, either the motorcycle or the alcohol drink, would be, which would be a nice surprise. And of course, our dear Christy is still dealing with the reality and the trauma of being unemployed and trying to get a job. And we sent her a big hug and um, hope that this works out for her soon. So because everybody is running around like crazy, we have decided to open the Tishi vault, which is exactly like the Disney vault. Um, except for its profitability, uh, and bring you a, a Tishi best of. We settled really easily on episode number 108 from October 24th, 2021, called Candy is the Reason for the Season, because as we all know, it is spooky Halloween time, spooky Halloween time. And so we... Um, decided that we should bring back this conversation about one of our favorite things, Halloween candy. Um, to be honest, I did not re-listen to it because I would rather um, watch The Great British Baking Show in my pajamas this week. Um, but I do remember a conversation about Tootsie Rolls that was something else in here. So uh, we'll be back next week. We've got actually a lot of things... Um, in the hopper, we were talking, you know, we have one movie show left, the Tishi Cinema Road Trip Spectacular. We have Alaska and Hawaii, and that is it to complete that project. And I'll be damned if we do not complete that project. Um, we also said in our Jambo call, maybe we should do another book club. Um, and as far as we got in planning, that was, does anybody have any ideas for a book? And then we all sat in silence. And so we're going to come back to that. Uh, plus, Gregory has gotten the server back up again, theoretically. No, 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 not theoretically, practically. Um, so the Grease 2 watch along is back on the table. That also is a project that I will be damned if it doesn't come to fruition. And so we got um, a bunch of stuff coming up, hopefully, that everybody will enjoy. But until then, take care, wash your hands, get your flu shot and your COVID booster, and we'll see you next week, okay? Bye. Let me just check. I need to check my levels. So this is me, and this is me excited. All right. This is me sad. <laughs> <laughs> this is me whispering. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to you from the spooky abandoned office studios in Boston, Massachusetts. I'm Bobby Pape, and this show has everything. It's got ghouls and ghosts and other Halloween trappings, like jack lanterns. I don't yeah. know. 
We've got everything, but we're only going to talk about candy. And to join me to talk about Halloween candy on this very important Halloween, uh, or I should say, leading up to Halloween edition of the show, in the No Name Studios in Limwood, Washington, it's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Good evening, Christy. Hey, that's me. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I was going to come up with spooky names for all the studios, but I just I couldn't come up with a word playoff. No Name yeah. in middle-aged mummy-ish studios oh, in Austin, Texas. It's Hillary. The H-bomb Livingston Butler. Good evening, Hillary. Good evening. Yeah, I don't like anything scary. As previously mentioned, I like to read the Wikipedia entries of (laughs) scary movies, but I do like Halloween candy. So, yay. Yeah. And uh, I I don't really have a a play on words for this one because it's just like all of the delicious candy and stick of butter studios (laughs) in New Brighton, Minnesota. It's Anne with a plan. Lundholm. Good evening, Anne. Candy is the reason for the season, Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) It's an early show contender. We will start this uh, not quite Halloween edition of the show with some small talk. Get into the mailbag, find out where you all got lost, and then get into some heavy, heavy medium talk in a Halloween candy extravaganza. Plus, of course, things we recommend and how you can get involved with the show. Hillary, take us into some small talk, would you? Sure thing. All right. We got some small talk. And with the first batter up, tell us about some service technicians. Yeah. So I think this came up because, oh, yeah, because I messaged you guys yesterday that it's quite a start to the day when you wake up at 7 a.m. and you're lying in bed, you know, kind of (laughs) gathering your strength to spring forth. (laughs) <laughs> and then at 7.02, you get the text saying, your service technician is on the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Because when he came the day before, this three times in three days, uh, when he came the day before, it only took him like 15 minutes to get there. So I was like, I got to get up. I got to put deodorant on. I got to get <laughs> dressed. I got to wash my face. I got to brush my teeth. I look. I got a zit like right in the middle of my chin. I was like, oh. <sighs> Please, I need to like address this before I see anybody in person. By the skin of my teeth, <laughs> was I ready by the time Emmanuel got there at? You're like 7. the Adventures of Babysitting, like where she's like cleaning up and she like hops on the couch like right before the parents walk in. You're like, yeah, I'm here, I'm casual. <laughs> but Anne, why has he been there three or four times? Well, it was only his third day, so I've been having some furnace issues, and that's always what you like to hear in Minnesota in October, furnace ooh. issues at all. Let's see, how to tell this story so that it is the least boring to everybody when I talk about HVAC issues. Um, so I bought this new furnace two years ago, uh, not quite two years ago. And since then, it's been running fine, except for every once in a while, I would look over at the thermostat, and it would be blank. And I would wait for 15, 20, 30 seconds, and it would power back up, and it looked like it was reinitializing or something. And I thought, that's strange. Maybe it's just calibrating or updating or something, because the furnace seemed to run okay. Uh, And we sort of went on in that pattern of that happening every once in a while until last February. And everybody and their dog was talking about what happened in Texas and the stupid ice storm and the cold temperature. And nobody talked about the fact that it was like 40 degrees colder up here in Minnesota. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, except for that, we expect those kinds yes. of temperatures. Yes, but and we also you have the infrastructure. Yeah, yes, we exactly. are prepared to deal with it. But even yes. by our standards, we had like ten days that was so fucking cold. And on the very coldest evening of that whole stretch, I had noticed the thermostat doing that thing where I'd look over and be blank and then it would power back up. And I thought, oh, I don't like that. And then a little while later, I was like, God, it's getting kind of chilly in here. And I looked and it was blank again. And then I went into the utility room and put my hand on the furnace and it was stone cold. And I thought, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Google, 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 Google. What to do? What to do? How do you find error codes on this furnace? What do the error codes mean? And I ended up, like, changing the filter and making sure there was no blockages by the registers and turning down the set point on the thermostat and then turning it back on. And it seemed to run, like, fine. Like, it didn't do that anymore. But it continued to cut out every once in a while, like, trip it seemed. And so when Ryan, my technician, came by a couple of weeks later to do the annual tune-up, I mentioned it to him and he was like, oh, all right, I'll look into it. And he looked and he's like, you know, it seems fine. Everything is you know, like within specs. Nothing's wrong that I can find. And I was like, okay. But it continued to do it even throughout the rest of the winter when it wasn't even that cold, I would say at least once every couple of days, it would trip off and restart. So then we got to like late April and I could turn it off and switch over to air conditioning. I was like, well, I don't have to deal with that for a while. So I finally turned it back on last week and it tripped two times in two days. Mm-mm. And I said, I can't, I can't live like this. I can't, I can't because it was making me so paranoid. Because yeah, it's too stressful. I was like, constantly like glancing over at the thermostat being is it blank is it blank is it off did it go off did the the furnace go off i can't and i was like i just i need to like have them come out so i set up an appointment and it was my old pal ryan came back out again (laughs) and he remembered and he was like i was looking over my notes to see what i did last time but i'm really gonna do a deep dive this time and after a while he was like oh yeah i i think there's a problem here Oh. And this is why this story is interesting, because any normal person, when being told that there's a problem with their furnace, might be like, oh, no, something wrong with my furnace, or how much is this going to cost, or, oh, what's it going to take to get this fixed? And my response was, yes, <laughs> I'm <laughs> not paranoid. <laughs> I knew it. To, like, uh, and just to be clear, that last one sounded like you were going to seduce Ryan to fix your... <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, wait, is is this going to end with uh, Ryan is very sexy and single? What's it going to take to get this yeah. heat fixed? Anne's like <laughs> unplugging stuff. <laughs> no. There was an electrician that came out on a previous trip, you know, but... <laughs> but not Ryan. No, but not Ryan. Very nice. Very nice guy. Um, but not that nice. Um, but I, but I was like so afraid that I was just this paranoid, anxious spinster who like wanted the attention, right. Of having a man come out and tell her, you know, everything's fine. I was like, no, I'm right. I'm not. You're not crazy. Pathetic and crazy. Mm -hmm. 
whatever um, Munchausen syndrome is for furnaces. I was just going to say like <laughs> hypochondrium but for furnaces. My HVAC systems are sick. No. <laughs> I've been feeding it this soup with bleach. <laughs> What's happening? But anyway, Ryan said, well, I just want to like get the senior tech guy in here just to make sure that it is what I think it is. So then the next day, Emmanuel came out and he looked around and he was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you've got a problem. And not to like get into too much detail, but it wasn't getting enough intake air. And it's something that should have been resolved when they installed the furnace. Like essentially it needed a bigger filter, which meant it needed a bigger duct. And they didn't Mm. do that when they put the furnace in. And it's sort of not uh, hard to understand why, because it was a pain in the ass. And I really actually appreciated him because he was like, okay, here's what I think is going on. We have a couple of ways that we could resolve this. We could just set it to low fire because apparently the problem is it's a two-stage furnace. So it like it comes on at a low fire and then after a while it kicks up into a high fire. So it kind of stages up gradually. Um, so it doesn't put so much strain on the system all at once. And he's like, we could just put it into low fire permanently and it would take longer to get things warmed up, but it would solve the problem. And I was thinking, I mean, that seems easy, right? Yeah. Most convenient. Yeah. But I paid for a two-stage furnace. Like, if I wanted a single-stage furnace, I could have bought a single-stage furnace. Which I'm assuming is, like, way cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I spent money to get the more the fancier option. And the thing is, this is all under warranty. So it's not me paying for it. It's them paying for it. So it's in their interest to try and get me to pick the cheapest solution. Right? Yes. And I was like, oh, God, I'm not quite sure how to handle this. If, you know, that's the way that he wants to go. How do I deal with it? And he was like, okay, let me just take a little bit longer and make sure I have the details. And then, you know, we'll tell you what I think you should do. We should do. And to my everlasting surprise and pleasure, he came out and he's like, well, I think what I, I think I can put a new return duct in and I'm going to do that. And it involved him moving the gas line, cutting a chunk out of the ceiling. It took him six hours Ew. to do this thing. And it was very funny because he called for me at one point during the thing and I went down there and he was from the waist up inside this return duct (laughs) and it got to the point where he couldn't reach his screwdriver drill and he couldn't reach the screws that he needed. He's like, can you pass those up to me? Like if he had been taller or bigger, this would not have happened because this is not a big space that he was working in, but it got all, fixed you know Uh, you know i called them on monday they came on tuesday then they came again on wednesday and then he came on thursday did it all all done he's like it's gonna work so much better for you now i didn't have to sign anything i didn't have to pay anything he just that's amazing and said and if it doesn't you know if anything doesn't work the way expected to give us a call that's awesome i know that's like how it should work honestly like it's Uh, doesn't make you feel crazy doesn't make you feel dumb and gets it fixed and what's nice is that you got it fixed before you know i'm assuming really the bad stuff comes like the bad winter stuff right like the last week it's been like low 60s mid 50s so it's time to take care of it before i'm shivering (laughs) 
So yeah. I'm I'm really happy if any of our our Minnesota listeners I endorse wholeheartedly Hero Heating, Plumbing, and Air. Okay, so they used to be called Uptown Heating, Plumbing, and Cooling, or whatever it is. And Uptown is a neighborhood, like a trendy neighborhood in Minneapolis. But then I think they had problems because people thought that they only serviced that neighborhood. Because they had a whole, like, thing on their website. It's like, yes, we do the whole Twin Cities. So I guess they decided it was time to change the name, rebrand. And I was like, and you went with Hero? I know. So, I mean, and then in all their um, TV ads, their stinger is, I need a hero. Like, <laughs> oh, that's oh, no. They no, 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 no. That song. <laughs> no. Well, the real thing is the first time I scheduled with them after they changed the name, I got the text and it said, your hero is on the way. No. And I was like, oh, okay. No. Okay. <laughs> Poor Ryan has to deal with that bullshit. Yeah. Yep. Ryan did not come up with that, but he has to deal with it. Nope. Nope. But oh, man. Whatever. They're a great yeah. company. So yeah. when, when I was awesome. whining about having almost no lead time uh, for Emmanuel, the senior guy, to get here yesterday... Meredith was like, well, at least they showed. <laughs> and I was like, True. Minnesota, Michigan. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, yes. We pay very different. high taxes here, but we get good service. <laughs> no, I'm I'm glad. And Dave and I always try to be really proactive. We try operative word about being proactive about like, oh, we need to get our our AC service before it gets too bad. And then we always forget. And then it's July. We're like, mother. So I commend you. That's right. I'm a little good. bit on the backside of the maintenance schedule to get the furnace in March. And I think the air conditioner was August. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. I guess they're not so busy at that time of year. I'll take it. Whatever. And since I am a member of the Happy Homeowners Club, I had no service charges for the initial visit either so this really was 100 percent free this fix nice Woo! i know i refuse to be cold this winter i refuse well and you're spending so much time in your house like yep. it has to be comfortable and it's cold because it's just uh, built on a concrete slab and so yeah. the the cold just comes up through the ground and my feet are so cold all the time <sighs> so i just got from uh ll bean because i am an old and when you get to a certain age, you just start shopping at L.L. Bean. I got just got these like fleece lined lounge pants, quote unquote, lounge oh, yeah. pants, right? Sweatpants by any other name. Yes. And I got these like uh, f- uh, sheepskin lined. I don't know. There's probably faux sheepskin like like booty. Not not rear end booty like <laughs> like shoes you were gonna say booties. booty shorts yeah. i no. hope that was <laughs> the end of that you're like no. and booty shorts. <laughs> what would that look like oh, no, no no slippers <laughs> but i'm talking the ones that like go up over your ankles not the slip on ones or whatever mm-hmm. and i got these really soft plaid shirts and yeah, I now, I have an electric blanket for my bed, one for my big chair downstairs, and now one for my desk for working too. I'm not, I'm not going to be cold. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it anymore. We are a I big heard. electric blanket family. Like, why did I wait so long, right? Electric blankets yeah. are amazing. I mean, I only know them in Boston, and they are nice when it's really cold yep. in a drafty house. I have a question. Yeah. Can we start calling you Hi-Fire? 
Sure. I feel like I that mean, would be a good nickname. If you want to. I do. High Fire <laughs> Lundholm? Absolutely. I'll take what it. Stick up for yourself. What's the like thing that was trendy like five years ago? Like the um, it's like um, Nordic or Swedish or something like Heige or whatever. That's oh, it's is. Danish Higge yeah. or whatever. Yeah, H Y G G E G E. Yes, that's you this winter, Anne. Mm-hmm. The sensation. <laughs> oh, here's my here's my quote unquote life hack for you, because I get especially after I have lunch. When, you know, your body is diverting more energy towards digestion, I, my hands get so cold. And yeah. so I try to come back upstairs to my little office area and I'm trying to type with these little icicle fingers. And what I started doing last winter is I have this big oversized coffee mug. That's my Tigger mug because Tigger's on it. And I fill it up with just really hot water and I have it sitting next to me on the desk and I just use it as a hand warmer. Aww. And it works great. Yeah. And then it gets, you know, slowly cools down. Then I go and fill it up again. And the only like- thing that I see that could potentially be a problem is if I trip when I'm carrying it up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do that. Yeah. It could happen. <laughs> I have managed to fall up the stairs before. Oh, I feel like falling up the stairs is really easy because you just mm-hmm. don't. I don't pick attention. up my feet enough. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Especially if I am wearing these these booty short <laughs> slippers. Your shorts. Sheepskin booty Yeah, shorts. they're they're kinda stubby and fluffy and blocky, so I don't think I have the normal kind of um agility that I have. <laughs> Boots with the fur. Uh, oh my god, they are. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh. oh boy. All right. Briefly moving on because that was very interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Christy, tell us about your journey into what I coined Covidopolis. Oh, geez. That makes it sound like I have it. Is that like special (laughs) edition Monopoly? Covidopoly? Oh, my gosh. What if they did that? What are the tokens? What are the tokens? Um, A vaccine card. Right. Oh, a vaccine card, like a syringe. Yes. A rapid test, like a Q-tip. A, a res- little mask. Like, yeah, a respirator a kind of thing. A respirator. Oh. Can I just get a little Fauci, like a little Lego Fauci? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that'd okay. be cute. Well, wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be one of the squares? Like chance. I think like, Fauci is a chance. Like you get oh, sure. a card. What, what are the railroads? Hospitals. Are those, are those the best? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hospitals or or drive-in testing. Sure. Oh, <laughs> um, I think we should do it. Yeah, let's market let's it. Make this happen. Why hasn't sure anybody people, done it before? People love COVID so much. I bet they would buy this off the shelf. Like <laughs> I, got, just... I got a COVIDopoly. Well, it auto completed. Yeah. Oh so no, COVIDopoly, an online multiplayer Monopoly deal inspired game, quarantine version. God damn it. But is it legally licensed? Because if not, we could still make money. I don't know. Rockford Band creates taken. Covidopoly game and thousands of people are playing it. All right. Well, you can acquire properties such as Wuhan Market and Big Cat Ooh. Rescue. Oh, God. Oh, oh <laughs> see, that's a that's going deep back there. Yeah. What about washing your groceries? That would be like one of those chance cards, too. <laughs> Wash your groceries. Go back three spaces. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. 
All right, okay. I guess it's COVID so. Parcheesi. <laughs> <laughs> we got a final that hasn't been taken yet. Yeah. COVID sorry? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Um, uh, so my dip into it is that Elliot's school um, had so many cases that, bro. <laughs> that the whole school got shut down. So, oh, Christy, I'm so sorry. I know. So, so we got a note. For us, we are privileged enough to both... Well, Jeremy doesn't work, but work work from home, be able to do this. But um, parents got an email Monday at 4 p.m. that says we're closing it down. Ugh. And so people who have, you know, rely, go have jobs that rely on their kids being in a building for a certain yep. amount of time, yep. like had to had, you know, hours to scramble. Yep. So they did no school on Tuesday so the teachers could shift everything to online. And then Wednesday and Thursday. So the this it is nice that it happened this week because this week was testing, um, which shouldn't be happening anyways. But right. it was testing, no school on Friday, and then next week is half days for conferences. So we are in lockdown, no school until November first. Wow! Yes. Yeah, everything's wow. online again. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's what happened. Is, so Elliot's school is a choice school, and they have centers. So first, second, and third is is a classroom, and so there's 50 kids and two teachers in each classroom. And by before Monday, so the Friday before, three of those classrooms have been shut down completely with um, those 150 kids being sent home and some of them quarantined for 14 days because they were close contacts. And as of yesterday, it's either 29 or 30 kids have tested positive. Jeez. So it's, I don't know why. And I was, feel, it's probably my fault. I jinxed it. Oh, jinxes aren't real. Um, because we have this, we have this dashboard and I was like, look at that. No cases at our school. And I was like, <laughs> look at those dumb high schoolers. They're just like making out and giving each other COVID all over the place. And then all of a sudden it was like, four then five then eight and then then shut down so it was my fault <laughs> christy you did it, was it. Like mono but no <laughs> no oh you did it christy it's your fault yeah. and like i was i was saying earlier and to anyone who will listen the worst part about this time around is that we have a new a trombone player in the house <laughs> perfect <laughs> timing it sounds like a monster farting like that's, <laughs> that's the extent to uh, Elliot's ability at this time <laughs> oh well you know family togetherness I guess yeah love it well they're on a road trip now so <laughs> yeah, I'm fine goodbye. with that <laughs> yeah. she should have taken the trombone with Oh my gosh, that would, can you imagine? I don't, it's so big. Like, I didn't think I realized how big trombones actually were and how much Mm -hmm. space you need to play it. Mm -hmm. And and the first time she got it, built it all up and was like in the living room while I was hitting the TV. I was like, oh no, this is a garage activity. Like this is, (laughs) we're not doing this in the house. So I don't think that she would even be able to do it in the car. Right? Yeah, but then at rest stops, She'd make sure that oh, she had a little hat out. Well, I mean, I was thinking that by default, everyone would be social distanced to, in order to avoid to the slide. Get away from the, yeah, and the farting. Uh, where are uh, they going this time? And um, is it a, a lighter deer population? No, same, same deer. They're, they're currently in the Bonneville Salt Flats. 
Oh, sure. And then the their goal is to be at in Denver at Meow Wolf on Sunday afternoon. Okay. So that's what they have tickets for. And then they'll drive home. So they're just driving all over wherever to play. Not to stalk because whatever, but this mm-hmm. where did they stop along the way? Where you mean like where do they sleep? Yeah. Oh, they they go to BLM land. Do you know what that is? Bureau no. of Land Management. It's oh. free Black government land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, they stop at this land that's free and then they put up um hammocks. Oh wow. God, Elliot is so much hardier than I would have been. I'm like, oh my God. I want a hotel. <laughs> didn't I tell the story about peeing in the desert? No. Maybe I didn't. So when we drove from Palm Springs to Las Vegas um this summer, they're like, well, pull over. And I didn't even know what was happening. And they're like in the dirt and they go down. And then Jeremy's like, this is this is what we do. Okay. And Elliot had her little spot um, to go to the bath. And I was like, wait, we're just peeing out here? <laughs> like, and he's like, yeah, this highway for hours doesn't have any rest stops. Like, we're just in the middle of nowhere. So I'm like, well, thankfully I wore a dress. And I just kind of like weirdly <laughs> <the> squat. squatted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, that's the best part, I guess. But yeah, yeah they just, like, they have it down. They have like little shower um cloths or something that basically like if you were hiking or camping or whatever dude wipes yeah basically (laughs) dude wipes and then i told them they and it's there's some places where there's snow like he had to buy chains for the car so they might encounter snow this time jesus yeah just not for me this is tires yeah I've never had chains, despite living in I don't know anybody who uses chains in Minnesota. We do here. Mm. I think he wanted chains. <laughs> He's like, On the other cool. hand, you know, we salt and treat the road and stuff. Right. So. right. And I don't well, know and I wonder if it's like the mountain passes. Yeah, you never know what's... Yeah, and in the mountain passes around here, they're required, even if you have snow tires. Hmm. So um, I don't know the situation that he's going to be in. It might not be... I don't know. I Living don't want to know. Getting six just, miles a gallon. Is he driving your car now? Yeah, my car because he, a yes. deer. Oh, I saw, I saw. Another deer, yeah. <laughs> so Still did he deer, hit the deer or deer. did the deer hit him? He or was it a mutual deer, collision? Think, <laughs> it was mutual. He didn't see it coming. He had actually thought that a piece of the car had fallen off from the last time he hit a deer in May. And he was like, I'm going to pick this up because this is guaranteed work. And he like went out and he was like, oh, no, this is way worse. And then he saw a deer and then it's parts like 10 feet oh, behind it. Yeah. How so did he didn't you even not realize that you hit a deer? I mean, that's- no, he said he said it felt like just driving over a speed bump a little too fast. Huh. Ooh. So I'm surprised at well, I mean, the damage. I mean, just that... physically speaking, he did. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just that the speed bump was made of deer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so... Maybe the deer came in at an angle. I mean. The deer clipped him. <laughs> so hopefully they don't um, hurt my car because he, he doesn't get his back till November 8th. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm curious. So all the money they save on hotels, are they going to use that on like Febreze for your car when they get back? Because that's a lot of Oh, they of do a whole thing. They do a whole thing. Like my car has those fake leather seats, so, um, they'll wash it out. But with his, they do Febreze. They, um, leave the things down and like air it out, like open up the hatchback and stuff. That is the biggest problem I have uh, parking on the street in the city. 
And then even when I have off-street parking in Albany, I used to, as a kid, teenager, just left the windows open to air out the car. I can't do that anywhere now. No. No. Yeah, we can't do it at night here. Yeah. No, because someone will be in your car, living in your car. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is sad for a whole bunch of different reasons, but Mm -hmm. yeah, you can't leave your windows Well, at least the... I mean, Jeremy, because he like always forgets to lock his door. Now he literally can't do it because the deer. Um, but <laughs> if you, he has had his car. I mean, they don't break into cars. They just open. They just try all the, the right. handles and yeah. then they steal whatever's in there. So that's happened to him a couple times. So that that was what would happen around mm-hmm. here. So they just go through your stuff. Yeah. I mean, bon voyage. I hope it's yeah. a safe journey and you get a peaceful time. I know. Sans car, but still. Being stuck at but home still. sucks, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Being alone makes up for yes, it. Yes, it totally <laughs> <laughs> Um. Okay, I'm throwing it back to Anne. Yeah. What is, you're battling YouTube once again. Well, I have a small update in my war with YouTube. It it has been an ongoing topic on, on this uh, non-radio <laughs> broadcast program that um, YouTube has been bound and determined to get me to watch content of one particular comedian (laughs) whose name I shall not speak. No, because then it will be back. Yes. Uh, Initials JM. Have no problem with this comedian. Like this comedian. Think this comedian is quite talented. Do not understand why YouTube (laughs) is so bound and determined that I shall watch his or her non-gender specific (laughs) material. Well, folks, I have won that battle. I just realized the other day I have had no suggestions on that vein for probably a couple of months. Wow. But. He's been booted. But. Lest you think that I have won the war, I've realized this is just one battle. Because YouTube has shifted its area of obsession and seems to feel that I would be deeply interested in anything that has to do with the seminal 90s sitcom, The Nanny. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. I have never watched The Nanny. I have never been interested in The Nanny. I've never watched clips of The Nanny. I don't care about reunions of The Nanny or the stars reacting to things from The Nanny. But nevertheless, that's what the new plan is to drive me mad. Do you work with or know a Mr. Sheffield? I do not. (laughs) Um, I do enjoy her um, costuming in that show. But yeah, I don't. That's what an odd. I mean, I know it's on Netflix or some, some streaming service and like, all various people on Twitter that I follow were like, yes, mainlining the nanny. And I'm like, the nanny was fine. We, it fine. was fine. It was like, it was when we had no other options. And I was like, I guess I'm watching the nanny right now. Like, this is what's on. So I'll like kind of laugh at it or whatever, but it's fine. I don't understand the, the nineties kind of nostalgia and love. I mean, I like Fran Drescher fine, but you know, she has her shtick and mm-hmm. she made a lot of money from it. And that's great. But yeah, that is very odd. So I guess I'm starting another front here, guys. <laughs> what is the next 90s show that's going to have one of these unexpected resurgences? I'm just waiting to go on social media one day and be like, 
just got through season two of Home Improvement. <laughs> oh, God. No, that's, oh, yeah, that's already been back. Well, well we've done Golden Girls. Yes. Right? Home Improvement won't happen because what's his face like killed that. Right. Um, we, we've got designing women out of the way. Yeah. I mean, the gays were all over yes. both of those. I feel what about like, Doogie um, Hauser? Is that too early for this era? Yeah. Like, I'm I'm thinking maybe not. More How much prime earlier? 90s. I was going to say, yeah. The Nanny was apparently 1993 and it's available all six seasons on Tubi. Oh, right. no, the nanny's, the nanny's on HBO Max. That's what it's Oh, on. okay. Oh. But see, then uh, we're actually getting close to, like, Friends. Yeah. And that's already, like, really. Right. Friends has oh. cycled back multiple times. Yeah. Is and it, Fresh Prince did as yeah. well. Is, is it, like, part of the rest of the must-see TV block? I mean, are we going to go back to the single guy? or I know. I was going to say Boston suddenly Susan. Common, <laughs> Caroline in the City. Caroline in the City. Veronica's Closet. I actually, I forget what channel <laughs> it was, but I flip channels in the Albany apartment every once in a while, and I have just an antenna, but I get a few of those weird channels. I love those channels that are like back in the day or whatever. And, and I, like, hit, hey. I hit a Caroline in the City marathon. <laughs> I liked that show. I, I did too. too. Oh, you know what it is? Richard you know was gonna kind be? of sexy. He was. You know what it's going to be? It's going to be like Just Shoot Me or something. Like People are going to be like, remember how funny that mm. show was? And it had the dad from Veronica Mars. Mm-hmm. George Siegel just died. People, you know, we talked about Laura San Giacomo from... Um, which we call it the sex lesson videotape. Sex lesson, yeah. David Spade. Mm. I, I one time, it. I one time saw Wendy Malick at the San Francisco airport. I was like, that was like when people are like, who? And I'm like, you know, from Just Shoot Me, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> now I could think that News Radio would come back, but I'm not oh, sure about yeah. the whole Joe Rogan Joe aspect. Rogan right, I know that's tough. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think the libs would get on board with that. No, <laughs> I know people like to, you know, Phil Hartman was actually really, really funny on it, and that. Was not a bad show, but yeah, Joe Rogan kind mm-hmm. of is the turd in the punch bowl of that one. Yep. How about the Brett Butler vehicle, Grace Under Fire? Um, oh, actually, that was a good, an underrated show. Uh-huh. That's actually yes. a good show. <laughs> I should have named one of my kids Brett, but then whatever. I'm not going to. But that would have been kind of fun. It's actually, I bet we've discussed this at some point, but Brett is my my top go-to girl's name if yeah. in an alternate universe I was going to have kids. Yeah. One yeah. T or two T's? Uh, two T's uh, because it's uh, Brett Ashley from The Sun Also Rises. Oh. Right, right, yep. right. Could right. it be Brett with an E on the end? <laughs> I hadn't considered it. It's a different episode. Let me get back to you. Was Sybil Shepherd on Grace Under Fire? No, but you know what? Um, no, Julie White was her friend. Um, okay. Sybil actually, Shepard had her own Sybil, show. Right. Which was Sybil. also Sybil. actually great show, also starring um, Christine Baranski. It was actually a very funny show. This is when you knew you only really truly had like three channels or maybe four, mm-hmm. I guess. And you're like, I guess, again, I guess this is what I'm watching right now. Oh, it's a good show. Oh, yeah. They yeah. did do the Murphy Brown reboot update. Yeah, they did. Update. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Night Court? Last. They're doing one. They're doing a Night Court update. Except Marky Post and... Uh, John uh, Larroquette. No, John Larroquette's alive, but Marky Post died. And Marky so Post died? Yes. I it, like Jesus. Came across, I know. And she wasn't that old. I know. Um, maybe Harry, do- Harry Anderson? 
Yeah, that, Terry that, what is his name yes. or his character's name? No, I think that was his name. That's, okay. that was I think it was name. both, right? Yeah. Yes, uh, Harry Anderson. They do that make, I guess when you get cast first, you get that kind of flexibility, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, so we'll see. I mean, that's just kind of what they're doing. There's no, like, original content anymore. It's just like, let's reboot something that we knew worked. So Judge Harry Stone. His name was Harry Stone ah, in the show. Okay. Mm. Well, I just can't wait to see who they recast in the reboot of Major Dad. Oh, oh. I liked Major Dad. I did, Dad. I also liked Coach. <laughs> who didn't like Coach? <laughs> oh, yeah. Coach is good. God, it's All just right, like... Pl- that's your episode. Plop-a-s- Name it some 90s <laughs> We're going, like, deep, though. Like, let's get deep into the, like, syndicated shitty shows that nobody really watched. Um... Viper? Was that the Pamela Anderson one? Yes. Oh, right. <laughs> I think I did watch that. There was one called like Out of This World or something that was. Yes. I just looked that up the other day because <laughs> I was like, that was Kristen Bell. But then I was like, no, no she just looks like. Yeah. Exactly like her. Yeah. Yeah, right? she just like her. I love that. I loved that show. And that was definitely like in the mama's family. Like, I don't know what channel it's on. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it airs, but I just sit down. And it's like, ooh, Out of This World is on. Cool. Oh, what about man, Sliders? We can that do that one again. Jerry O'Connell. O'Connell. Yeah. And we're like, wait, that's the kid from Stand By Me? <laughs> what did so he cute. pop up on recently? I feel like I saw him. He like, pops up. Somewhere unexpected. Does he still do that Real Housewives? No, it didn't. It didn't really last that long. But yeah, he pops up from time to time. He just sort of uh, slides in and then yes, <laughs> slides out. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh anyway. goodness. Anyway, <laughs> well, not really. Ants were with YouTube evolved as did our discussion. <laughs> Um, okay, Anne, do you want to do mailbag? All right, let's take it to the mailbag. We got a lovely email from Linda, who says, this is going back to the Superstition show. She said, so I was listening to the discussion of the don't whiz on the electric fence, Superstition, and wondered, don't y'all know about the Ren and Stimpy cartoon? The Ren and Stimpy song? I had 13 and 14-year-old boys in 1993, and because I'm a good mom, they watched that disgusting cartoon and sang this song constantly. But now that I think about it, I bet all of you are probably too young to remember. Uh, no. Please, no. Linda. No. No. Of course. <laughs> I was 18 in 1994. <laughs> and, and I saw your reply about the tooth episode, and that haunts me, too. The tooth beaver is legendary yes. in our house. <laughs> oh, so yeah. what I told Linda was, I was not into Ren and Stimpy. I thought it was gross, okay. which it was intended to be gross, right? The yeah. style of the animation and the topics that they chose. It was, I mean, I don't know. Was it for adults? It I was just, for like teens. I, I, I don't know. I they so. were. It was just like subversive. This is back in the era of like Beavis and Butthead. So we were all doing like weird subversive cartoons. So I wasn't into it because it was gross. But I had two younger brothers. <laughs> so I know all about. And then they had. Was it the log? Remember, it's log. It's log. Yep. It's big. It's heavy. It's wood. It's log. It's log. It's better <laughs> than bad. It's good. <laughs> 
The only thing, I, I definitely was not a Ren and Stimpy kid because I was like, I don't think I'm weird enough to like, yeah, it was like, it was too gross. I just didn't get it. But yeah, then I there remember. there were a lot of like boogers and a lot of yes. stink lines. Yes. But I remember in Clueless when she's like, he's like, what are you watching? And she's like, Ren and Stimpy, they're like way existential. And that's like what I always <laughs> think of when I think of Ren and Stimpy. Uh, that's it. But I did but they- watch the entire uh, Don't Whiz on the Electric Fence uh, <laughs> segment that Linda uh, sent us. And I was like, oh, yeah, I see they're doing something here. Like, I don't like it, but they're definitely, like, trying to accomplish something that I think that they accomplished with Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, not for me. But, yeah, we are, trust, we're old enough. We Bobby, did you watch Ren and Stimpy? You I, must have been, like, seven. I was aware of it, but... I wasn't a fan because it looks so creepy Gross. compared to everything yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's what young kids think of Rick and Morty now before they uh, get no, to enjoy no, it. No, Rory's like very Rick and Morty curious. Rick and Morty curious. And I'm like, step away. No. And he's like, what is this? I'm like, get out of here. No. Did he instantly become an incel? <laughs> I know. That's what I'm scared of. He's inching his way towards her. So I'm I like, know. back away. Anything to get that Szechuan sauce? Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you remember that? When people were like being abusive to McDonald's, McDonald's. workers over fucking sauce? Come on. <sighs> the times we live in. All right. Well, let's go to some answers for question of the week last week, which was when did you get lost? Uh... I heard Meredith say, I feel sorry for whoever gets a mailbag in the next show. And I was like, all right, I'll bite the bullet. I'll, I'll take that. Valiantly. I'll throw myself on that bomb. Because we knew that these were going to be longer responses. Um, but they are delightful to read. So let's see how this goes on your getting lost stories from Laura. So I have, like everyone, several stories. But I'll limit myself to this one. Thank you, Laura. My husband and I went on vacation in Turkey, and we were spending a few days in Cappadocia. There's a really pretty valley there called Rose Valley, so we decided to go hiking there one day. So we were having a great hike, but we couldn't figure out how to get down off this ridge to go lower. So we found a path and started following it and following it, and it got fainter and fainter, and finally my husband had to negotiate across some crazy crevasse and i was like this is not a trail we'd been following a water gully going across the crevasse was sufficiently scary looking to the point that i was afraid that i was going to fall to my death and end up as one of those travel stories where some dumb american did something so stupid that you roll your eyes and go what a dumbass we ended up finding the road and going back to our car that way my fear when traveling is being one of those stories. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Idiot. In my loud Hawaiian shirt with my camera <laughs> around my neck, waving my map. Where am I? <laughs> uh, John says, when I was maybe 10, I was hiking in far west Bavaria with my dad. Turns out we ended up greeted by a Czech border guard almost half a mile into Czechoslovakia. Oops. <laughs> And if it was Czechoslovakia at the time, like that's, you know, it's a little bit more dangerous. Then you're peeking behind the Iron Curtain. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Get in trouble there. Uh, Gene says, we were on a family vacation driving through Kansas. In the middle of the night, my parents stopped at a little diner to get coffee and I had to go to the bathroom. Back in the late 50s, not all places had bathrooms, so I had to go to a nearby gas station. 
My parents had finished their coffee and were driving in my direction and stopped at the light. As the light changed, I reached for the car door, but they kept on going. Oh, no! Gene. <laughs> so I spent the next hour walking around a tiny town. I finally found the police station. By this time, my mother had done a head count of sleeping kids and found I was missing, so they made their way back. The police took me back to the diner, and that's how I learned that you can't open a police cruiser door once you're in there. (laughs) Sure, Gene, sure. That was it. It was so much easier to be a parent in the 80s and the 90s. Christy, exactly what I was thinking. In the 50s especially, it's like, oh, "Oh, where's our our kid? Oh, yeah, there's our kid. Mm -hmm. I mean, you would be taken to jail if that happened. Oh, Mm -hmm. my gosh. Her parents did a home alone. (laughs) what it was you know they did the head count and then oh Oh, gene sounds like it was kind of adventure more than traumatizing yeah i don't know well that says when i was in college in punxsutawney i didn't know that i mean i know punxsutawney is a real place but that anybody actually like went there other than february 2nd um, anyway, when I was in college in Punxsutawney, my best friend in school is from Pittsburgh. It was only like an hour and a half away, so we'd give for the weekend. I'm not sure what Bet was trying to say there. I think she missed a word. I was driving back to Punxsutawney alone a day before her, and I got all turned around downtown, had no clue how to get home. No GPS or anything at the time. I kept driving in the direction I thought Punxsutawney do we say Punxsutawney, Bobby? <laughs> I think you do if you live there, and I have to say, as long as you've asked me into this, we can't mention Punxsutawney without getting a gobbler snob reference in. <laughs> All right. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I kept driving in the direction I thought Punxy was, and I actually did it. I made it to the highway the right way and got back to my apartment that night. It felt like a lifetime. I was lost, but it was about 20 minutes, maybe <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> but do you think that Bet is the inventor of the show Groundhog's Day? Like, it really was about someone trying to get out of the town, right? <laughs> yeah. Probably. And she they just it. punched it up. Like, they had some comedy writers just punch yeah. that up. I think it came out before Bet was in college, right? Shh. Don't okay. ruin my <laughs> I mean, yes, Christy. I think you're right. Uh, Anne says, all the best getting lost stories belong to my spouse. So, after we got married, I talked him into moving from California to Seattle. He needed to buy a car, and I didn't drive at the time, so a friend went with him to Renton, or Federal Way, or Kent, or some such, to buy a private party Subaru. A while later, friend turned up at our temporary Queen Anne apartment and said, um, I lost your husband. (laughs) This was 1996, and he certainly didn't have a cell phone, so he just started driving toward the Space Needle. It took a couple of hours to navigate the 30 to 40 minute trip, but he did eventually turn up again. That's a hell of a landmark. Yeah, yeah. I use that. I, I use that when I was first driving too. Like, if you can get to the Space Needle, I know how to get home because mm-hmm. there's all the freeways are right there, and you yeah. can kind of orient yourself by that. Like, yep. oh, the Space Needle is to the north. Whatever. Yeah, yeah that's good. Carolyn says, my husband and I enjoy drive-ins, and we're lucky that one around here does old-fashioned dusk-till-dawn shows occasionally. There are a few ways to get there, and back in the pre-smartphone era, we had a printed MapQuest map to help us. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, it had a mistake on it, and we ended up circling an unfamiliar suburb for over an hour before we decide we won't make it in on time and go home. It was made more awful because we had a friend with us and we were all fighting by the time we gave up. And it was a little while before we got together again. 
Oh, yeah. That's Getting sad. lost is stressful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, MapQuest did that in those days, yes. too. That would be yeah. my Getting Lost story, is we were going to go to Wisconsin to see a band somewhere and MapQuest took us to literally like the middle of a field in Wisconsin <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like there's no town here MapQuest what you the hell me. <laughs> all right finally April says I was in Osaka Japan and looking for a very remote hostel I asked someone on the street if he spoke English which was one of the five phrases I learned in Japanese that's good April yes. where's the bathroom do you speak English Where's the library? <laughs> I don't know the other two. Yeah, don't just have a bibliotheque. B- b- uh-huh. <laughs> he was walking his moped. Not sure why. I showed him the directions and he was very concerned. He offered to escort me on a bus t- to a train station. When we got to the train station, he emphasized that I had to get off at a specific stop or it would be difficult for me to find the place. I could tell he wanted to go with me to make sure I made it, but also had other things to do. We parted, and of course I got off at the wrong stop. I was lost, and there were no people around, but I did have a map. I managed to find my way. This was back in the early 2000s, and I didn't have a cell phone with me. I don't know what I would have done if I hadn't managed to find the hostel. It was a remote area, and I didn't speak the language. I will say that getting lost in Japan is probably the best place to get lost if there are people around. Almost every time I asked for directions, the person escorted me as far as they could. It was pretty incredible. Pretty yeah, cool. Nice. But what do you talk about? That's the thing. How is it not awkward? It's going to be awkward, but you yeah. know, you landed the hostel, I guess. No, but what if I die of embarrassment? <laughs> <laughs> I it's feel possible. like that could happen. Yeah. They pro- yeah, they probably could. Or you meet your best friend. Who doesn't speak very much English? I don't no, know. Maybe do. he spoke perfect English. Yeah. This so- is a movie setup. Yeah, the yeah, old man walking cute. his moped? All right. I speak Wait, English. it didn't say old. It didn't say old man, did it? Oh, I guess I just assumed that. One of the only English phrases he knows is, do you have healthy kidneys? <laughs> <laughs> well, those were great stories. I like them. Thank you very yeah, much, yes. everybody. Thank and you. we had more commentary uh, from people on the Facebook page, Facebook group, 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 group. Um, so check that out if you want to see a little bit more. And with that... Can we talk about candy? Yes. Yes, please. As long as it's not my mother. Oh, Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. I've learned. Is your mom's mom's government named Candy or is that a nickname? (laughs) Is her government Candy? (laughs) Wow. Yes, she was born a stripper. Um, (laughs) I mean, it's not Candace or anything like that. It's her. It's Carrie Candace. So Candace is her middle name. But she, from birth, was Candy. That was done... With the intent of calling her Candy, because names ending in Y are the family thread. Signature. So, my grandmother was Betty, and her kids were Candy, and Peggy, and Terry, and then I am... And Peggy! Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least they didn't do the same first letter names. I don't know how I feel about that. Is it cute, or is it just... I don't know, I'm probably offending somebody who's listening. No, um, it's... I have a friend that accidentally did it. Like she um, named her first kid an L name. And then she was like, oh, I like this name. It's also an L. So like, we're going to do that. But it's not, I'm not trying to be a Kardashian about it. And then she had a third kid and she was like, well, now I feel bad. Like I have to do. And 
<laughs> L name for him where he's going to feel left out. Poor um, Landon. My, <laughs> on my my dad's there's they have four four kids and three of them have our names and then one is Jay. <laughs> and they well, always left him out. <laughs> my my dad and his three brothers are Martin, Melvin, Milton and Monty. Which, oh. come oh. on, Grandma, what on earth? <laughs> At least Aunt Carol got out of that one. Oh, yeah. She's like, peace. I'm not involved in this. Ugh. I mean, really? Milton? Yeah, Milton? that's tough. That's How, tough. I don't Okay. It was the 40s. What are you going to do? Yes. Anyway, back to candy. We have talked about candy many a time on this show, but we have never done the Halloween candy discussion apart wow. from like a peripheral part of our candy ranking fight throwdown series, <laughs> which Hillary didn't get to participate in because she wasn't on the show. I know. I wasn't even a twinkle in your eyes. I was just a little like listener <laughs> chuckling along, judging you guys. Ooh, just what I like to hear. Well, um, I, this is like sort of open format, right? But I put down a few topics. We got to start off with candy corn yes. because mm-hmm. you are a candy corn lover or are you a candy corn hater? There is no middle ground mm-hmm. for candy corn. Now, I'm pretty sure, if my memory serves me correctly, that Hillary and I are pro candy corn and Bobby yes. and Christy are anti candy corn. That's true for me. I can't speak for Bobby, but. So, this is an interesting development. In recent Whoa. years. I have found myself becoming <gasps> pro candy corn. Yay! <laughs> now, one of us. One of us. <laughs> one of the things that I've realized is that not all candy can not all candy corn is created equal. No. No. And so my problem is um, just like the uh, crinkle cut fry conversation, a lot of people have been scarred by terrible candy corn. Mm-hmm. True. And uh, now that I know to buy the good candy corn, now for the month of October, there's always a dish of candy corn somewhere in the apartment. And I'll just... Can I know what the good one is? Um, Like the the Brax? Brox? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Brax. Yeah. Brax. Brax. And I know because I accidentally bought a bag of Zachary brand, uh, some other confectioner. Yeah, it just but it looks kind of similar. And uh, it, it's disappointing. We're we're still eating it because it's in the house now. And how dare we throw out a dollar fifties worth of candy corn <laughs> when there are ch- children and that's right. There are children in Salem who are starving. But um, yeah, so the Brock's candy corn is the I think the superior candy corn. Right. Um, fully agree. I would try that one then. Maybe I just have not had a good kind. What well, I, I don't, um, I love candy corn and I will eat it until I get sick or feel sick. I don't love the pumpkin candy corn. Like, I don't mean it tastes like pumpkin. Yeah, I don't right. like the, the pumpkin, pumpkin The one shade. that Meredith yeah. loves. The mallet pumpkins. I, I'm not going to judge. I just don't like it. It's like too dense or something. I don't know. Like it doesn't sell well with me. And what I really truly love, the joy of candy corn is eating it color by color. Like that yes. brings yes. me immeasurable joy. So I don't really vibe. With it's them. almost like they score it across the color divider line <laughs> yes. because they break apart so easily there. No, I agree with you about the mallow pumpkins. I always think they're going to be great. Yes. But then the reality is they're a little much. Yes, they're too much. You actually get to them. Yep. But I, I would say that for candy corn, like it's not even they're terribly sweet. They really yes. are terribly sweet. 
they always seem like they're a better idea than they are. But I take your point about the chopping them up by color. And there's something about the texture that mm-hmm. I really like. Like mm-hmm. they're soft, but not sticky mm-hmm. or chewy. A little bit like Swedish fish where, yes. Yes. you know, you don't feel like you've got them stuck in your back molars for the next day. But they have some like um, tension in them a little yeah. bit though. And it's very satisfying. It's a, it's a very busy candy. You can occupy yourself with candy corn for a long time. <laughs> They're so cute. I want them to taste better than they do. Mm-hmm. But I'm what like, we had talked about on the on the Jambo earlier this week is like we're not making any judgment. People like what they like. Like yeah. you you can hate candy corn and that's okay. Like just don't come after me for liking candy corn. Exactly. Uh, my favorite thing about candy corn are memes about candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I hear that. Yep. Well, okay, how are we going to attack this beyond candy corn? I guess we, we can start out with with history, right? Are there, are there other um, Halloween-specific candies? Yes. Hmm. Are there? Hmm. Or is I mean, it just regular candy in different forms? Yeah, that's kind of what I think it is. Yeah. Because, like, I don't see dots hanging around a whole bunch, but they sure are prevalent in candy packs. <laughs> Yeah, like it's not like something you really see on the candy shelf, but but they're they're cheap filler in candy yes. packs. Yes, yeah, yeah. Nobody, you don't go to the to the gas station and you're like, okay, everybody, you can get one one candy bar, <laughs> and a kid comes back with a box of dots. Um, yeah, I beg to differ. <laughs> no, I, I don't think you'll find them for sale. I mean, I haven't. I guess I haven't looked closely. Yeah, but you like, can. They have them in the movie theater yep. well, but that's, box section uh, for a dollar, ten for a ten. Right, that's the uh, the CVS or something, but yeah, not at the rack at the register, you know, with the oh, with no. the gum and the candy bars. I once stole a pack of my the, one of those little boxes of my sister's Halloween candy of a dot, and it pulled out. It like chipped my tooth. <laughs> that's what you get. And I couldn't tell anyone because I had stolen instant karma the candy. Right? <laughs> you got some old dots, girl. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of what else is Halloween specific. Well, there were these things, but now they have them for every holiday. So I don't know if that counts. Because you know how like something used to be like just Christmas candy and now they like shape it for every right. single well, thing. Well, it's like yeah. how you can get candy corn for every other holiday. Mm-hmm. Now your yeah, 4th right. of July candy corn and your Easter candy corn. I think if it started at Halloween, then you can count it as Halloween. Yeah. Um Reese's shaped peanut butter cups, the like mm-hmm. the Christmas trees and stuff, and then they did the Easter eggs. And now I've noticed <laughs> they've just repurposed the Easter eggs, and they're calling them footballs. And they have pumpkins too. Yeah. But the pumpkin, if you look at them, they all kind of look the same, yeah. except the tree is pretty distinct. But that is the superior way to eat a peanut butter cup. I because it's ninety nine percent peanut butter and one percent chocolate that's how it should be it's honestly i really coat. like the ridged element of the yes. original Reese's peanut butter cup i like the um sharpness like a ridge of that sharp. edge mm. yes <laughs> what about the what about the mini ones because those have a better peanut butter to chocolate ratio as well They're my like favorite are the individual singles. foil wrapped minis yeah yeah, oh, yeah, too yeah. Much work. which you can't get to trick-or-treaters because they're not sealed 
Oh. I bet I could give them. Oh, I can give them. How do you nobody, think about yeah. those? Yeah. Nobody it's their problem cares. once yes. it leaves my hands. <laughs> yeah, it's free. Don't I don't guarantee you I guarantee you I am not giving you drugs. I'm saving those drugs for myself. Right. I'm not, I'm not giving you my edibles. <laughs> those are very expensive. I'm not that hung up on peanut butter to chocolate ratio the way you are, Christy. Yeah. I just like get it in my mouth. Yeah. It's more how I feel about it. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I was trying to think because like Cadbury eggs are definitely an to Easter. me an Easter candy. Easter thing, like, yeah, you don't really sure. see it. You don't see that commercial, the Bok Bok commercial coming out. You know, any yeah, other but time. you do see the Cadbury scream eggs, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean. That's pretty new, right? But I've never gotten those because I don't like the idea of the green no Mm -mm. goop interior. That's just that's too close. (laughs) Do you like the regular? Do you like the regular eggs? I do. I do. So I think that that it's made out of the candy corn. It's the same like taste to me. Uh, I think it's supposed to be. I think it's just supposed to look different. Yeah. So the thing I was thinking about that are holiday specific that I think came out at Halloween are those Russell Russell Stouffer's individually wrapped um well these are pumpkins and they have like caramel and they have marshmallow and coconut cream and do you know these ones they make Christmas yeah. ones though too that's when you get like yeah. the snowman uh, yeah. or the Santa that's right nougat I don't filled remember or whatever which came first though. I don't know that those are necessarily seasonal I think those might be all the time Oh, really? Because I only get them at holidays. Oh. And they're usually 49 cents at Walgreens. That's how you know it's the good candy. Oh, for (laughs) sure. (laughs) Uh, Even I don't usually eat Russell Stover's. (laughs) I know. But for some reason, I I really like these. Probably because my mom ate them all the time. Sure. So it's like a... Yeah. Inherited trauma. (laughs) Totally. I I used to think those variety boxes from Russell Stover were the... Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. I will demolish a Whitman sampler. What are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I think I think they did a lot of those Russell Silver ones. I think those are big at um, Valentine's Day because yes. you get like the yep. chocolate they marshmallow the hearts and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that anybody nobody gives those out. No. For Halloween. No, those no. Those are strictly a I just a buy those treat. myself. <laughs> you know what is a thing that I feel like is given out a lot more? And I used to love them. I don't love them as much anymore, but Smarties are a big... They're not like Smarties. Oh, I, That's I, mean, what I give those out because I hate them. Uh, Smarties, I don't see them around. I mean, you can buy them, but I don't see them as much around Except as for I do Halloween. Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agree. No, you can buy them at the grocery store. Oh, but, no. You know, for sure. Would you, though? Would you? Hell yes. Really? Okay. Yeah. But again, it's it's a very um, rapper heavy experience yes. now. Yes. And I'm not. Mm-hmm. So see, now that I'm an adult, I can buy a whole bag. I don't have to, again, steal them from <laughs> my siblings or wherever I can get them. So I mean, before when you only have three dealing with the rappers, not that bad when you have 50 rappers <laughs> that you have to deal with and those are noisy rappers too right. yep people know what you're doing when you have those rappers how do i get rid of this <laughs> you can't eat them quietly at your desk at work no <laughs> what the fuck is ann doing right <laughs> like, ann loves smarties oh canadian smarties though completely different smarties oh yep and those are good mm. i'm back in <laughs> I do like those, the non M&M M&Ms. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They're 
so much crisper. The outside, the candy coating is better. Mm-hmm. The chocolate is better, of course, because it's Canada. Hmm. Is that well, a thing? It's not specifically Canada. They, it's, that's it's, all Europe. They use real sugar instead of corn syrup, oh. so, that, so it tastes better. Oh, that's right. Oh. You live on the southern border, so you would be familiar with this. <laughs> yeah, <I> <laughs> <laughs> but Mexico does too. Do you get Mexican candies? Yeah, I there's mean, Mexican Coke. Why wouldn't there be yeah. Mexican Smarties? No, yeah. I, you know, I just haven't really thought them out, but maybe I will now. Yeah. Yeah. You should. Well, let's, let's uh, take a little uh, trip back in history and talk about our candy, Halloween candy preferences as kids. As can kids. We, yeah. Okay. Can we take out the full size candy bars from this discussion? Yes. 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 Because I don't think that really has a place in here. So let's talk about the kinds of things that you would get when you went trick-or-treating and what kind of worked for you are we going to talk about the ones that we don't like too yeah okay. preferences and non-preferences okay. i guess i like it start us off oh uh baby ruth is gross baby ruth is not a good candy bar baby ruth and um three musketeers were the bullshit ones that i'd give my dad oh i like three musketeers I like or three i'd musketeers. trade my sister for those yeah. oh. And I it, agree with you yeah. on the baby Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And yet, I like a payday. Not all the time, but like, I don't know, once every... It's different, though. Right. It feels different, right? Right. Yeah, I don't know what Textural it was, but thing. I did not like it. I could get a payday. I haven't had a payday in years. Payday. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should talk to your employer. <laughs> I was like, that's really sad, Bobby. I thought you had a nice new job. <laughs> or like... um. What about like a Mr. Goodbar? Ah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Not me. Like, why I'm... are you wasting my time with this? <laughs> yeah. Any of the regular Hershey bars, like the tiny, you know, the tiny little samplers mm-hmm. didn't like those. Well, it's um, bad chocolate. They taste it like is. chalk. It's yeah. all it's good it for is for s'mores. s'mores. Like that. It's mm-hmm. for a s'more oriented deal. A s'more oriented deal. <laughs> <laughs> that being said. I do love peanut butter cups. The Reese's I, were always like, yes. Mm-hmm. Especially I if they were the full size one. Well, like, of course. Going back to Hershey's for just a second. I don't hate a crackle. Mm-mm. Well, because it has the texture to right. it. Right. You let that yeah. melt on your tongue. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Crunch on it. Yeah, that's some good stuff. I think we can all agree on the Reese's, right? Yes. Yeah, Reese's. I liked a pack of nerds. That was always like a nice little surprise. Mm-hmm. And it was like a one shot, right? You could just open it with your mouth and shoot that whole thing in there. Um, Nerd shooter. I, I don't like M&M's, so I didn't like those. No, um, I... Skittles were fun, but mm-hmm. I'm, I don't like Skittles anymore. But I would try- Oh, but this is really Did weird. Did you just OD I on love... Skittles? It was like... I know. Something. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, because we had them at work and they were the free candy. So... Mm-hmm. Um, that would be yeah. like a little. Yeah. And now is um, this the this the grabby hands free oh. candy or individually packaged or a scoop kind of deal? Or? Um, it was like a little <laughs> bubblegum machine that you turned a crank. Wow. Oh. Oh. Like they have at the car dealerships that you put <laughs> yep. the quarters in. <laughs> but it was free. I bought yeah. I know when- for her desk for jelly beans. Back when we were in Buffalo. Oh, sure, sure. Fun. Like a Jelly Belly branded one? or uh, Yes. she's She is a Jelly yes. Belly fan, but I'm oh, cheap and I buy her so the good. Belly Flops. <laughs> those are so fun, yeah. though. <laughs> I also, loved to- those candy dispensers like that they would have at the car dealerships and mm-hmm. you're like, 
I think the Skittles have probably been there since 1976, <laughs> but I've got a quarter and I don't <laughs> care and mom's not watching me very closely. And apparently it's for I the love- Lions Club. Right. <laughs> I loved a, a Boston baked bean from, from oh, those things. Oh, Christy. No. Boston <laughs> Christy, that is shows like why maybe Palm Springs is good for you. I know. That is like, so old. Mecca wafers and Boston baked beans. If we're getting into Ferrara pan candy, I will go to the mat for lemon heads. But other than oh, that, so good. Love, love lemon heads. heads. Um, but I do love a Tootsie Roll, and I only I have those at, at Halloween. And I, mm-hmm. this is weird. I don't like any of the other flavored Tootsie Rolls except vanilla. I would buy a whole bag of that vanilla Tootsie oh, that's Rolls. That's funny. Had those? I love the fruit flavored ones. Oh, okay. I, I do too. They taste like t- lemon pledge to me. Why do I you know Tootsie what lemon Rolls, pledge period. tastes like? <laughs> I mean, it tastes, it smelled fruity. So Christy, that's like when I say that the fat free <laughs> hazelnut tastes like rat poison. And somebody was like, why do you know what rat poison tastes like? And I'm like I, just I just do. do okay. <laughs> Um, no, I love Tootsie Rolls and I, there are so many people that hate them. I'm like, bring, like the regular ones. I'm like, give it mm-hmm. to me. That's yeah. what I want. And it's so good when you get the long one right. or the like okay. stocky Wait. one. Yes. The yes. stocky one that has the, um, <laughs> paper. Well, it, it's scored in the middle. Yeah. It has yes. the paper that wraps around. It's scored in the middle. So you can break them in half if you want to. And then the long skinny ones and then the short skinny ones. <laughs> Yeah, the short skinny ones are like, huh, okay, it'll do in a pinch. But <laughs> I just like to take this opportunity to say to my mother, you thought you controlled my candy intake. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> Au contraire. You can't oh, yeah. keep an addict away from their no. drug. <laughs> no, I'll find it any which way I can. Oh, I feel like those um, caramel apple suckers were fall themed and now you can just get them all the time is i only true? see them at fall but i don't know that i've looked for them you could probably get I them at christmas i had one for the first time like a year ago hmm they're pretty good yeah they're not too bad not too, i mean that's not what i want to see when i'm looking into the <laughs> know, plastic pumpkin look pretty gross <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's not my first choice but you know if that's what people are handing out then that's what i'm taking and i'm gonna eat it I feel like, um, for my preferences, like I, well, I would have taken anything with the exception of, you know, I didn't like a Boston baked bean or whatever, but like, I really was a, a, a Chrissy, this is different than you. I really was a chocolate gal. Like if mm-hmm. I, if I, the only chocolate candy that I did not enjoy, and this is, it makes me weird. And I know I don't love Snickers. I don't hate a Snickers. I'm not going to throw no, it out. Same. I just think there are too many nuts in it, and I'm yep. like not Hello. playing around with it. Milky Way. Yep. Yes. Yep. yes. Milky Way was my yes. preferred candy bar as a child. Same. Yes. I just absolutely. I and everybody always went crazy for um, Snickers, and I was like, this is just not. Maybe it was just marketed better or something. But I was like, this. I don't like this that much. Get stuck yeah, in my teeth. It's, it's not gross, but I just find nuts in chocolate mostly to be distracting yes. from what I'm yep. trying to get out of it. <laughs> Which is that pure hit of sugar. <laughs> yes. Don't well, go confusing the... things with the protein. And <laughs> the Snickers with almonds, I thought maybe that would be a little bit better because almonds are better than peanuts. But nope. They're not. Mm. No. Nope. I can't imagine. There's something else in there that is not great. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's whatever's in the nougat. I think so. 
I'm trying to find a diagram. There are apparently eight different sizes of Tootsie Rolls, and I can't find... Eight? Just like a... (laughs) I only know three. I can't find... Well, I I can think of, off the top of my head, I can think of from from top to bottom, I can think of the really long rod that's got the dividers on it, right? Yeah. Then I can think of the short, thick one. (laughs) Yep. Then Mm -hmm. I can think of the regular sized one, and then I can think of the Mm -hmm. extra skinny, tiny ones. Yep. That's four. I'm guessing it's just shorter and longer lengths of the... the... I mean, is this just penis size? Like, I, this is just all <laughs> yeah. this is devolving into. I'm sorry. <laughs> but what oh, I did sorry. find instead, I'm just going to keep going because you're just a child, Hillary. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, some website called thisiswhyimbroke.com took me to a story about freeze-dried Tootsie Rolls being a snack you could order from them. Huh? Wouldn't that be hard? I've seen the freeze-dried Skittles, and I do want to try those. I've never heard of any of those. Interesting. That's a whole new thing is freeze-drying candy. They have, like, gummy bears. God, it looks like a bowl of turds. (laughs) (laughs) It does. It does. Why would you take them out of the wrappers? (laughs) I'll I'll fuck with the Tootsie Roll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who wouldn't? I mean... I, I've never, there, I've never gone to the store. I've, I have many times gone to the Dollar Tree to buy a small. No, if I'm there, I'll buy a small bag of the fruit flavored ones. I, I can't remember the last time I went out of my way to go buy regular Tootsie Rolls. Although I might now when I go to get my payday. Mm-hmm. Wait, no. wait. We have not brought into this discussion the Tootsie Roll Pop. I oh, like a Tootsie a Roll one, Pop. A two. A two. Who? <laughs> a three. A three. <laughs> um, I also like them. I um, don't think of myself as like being that fastidious, but I never really liked a sucker kind of thing because I just always felt like it got too messy. And I, I don't know. I just don't, I, I don't mind a Tootsie Roll. I don't. It just I don't. Well, how many do licks it. are you taking? Are you <laughs> well, following the program or? <laughs> I'm being very. No, then I chomp into it and then it hurts my teeth and mm-hmm. it's a whole mess from there. So. I don't know. And now with kids, I mean, that's a whole other thing. The kids always want to get a ring pop. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. And Mm -mm. it's not like I'm anti-candy for the kids. I just am more like, it's too messy. And like hair or something is going to accumulate. You're going to drop it. And then that's what a Jolly Rancher is for. Well, Jolly Ranchers for your Zima. Put it in there. Make (laughs) it a little fun. But Jolly Rancher, we can all agree that Jolly Ranchers in your Halloween bag is bullshit, right? Well, yeah, because that's not Halloween I mean, candy. No. I can I can see my way to a few Jolly Ranchers as long as they're not watermelon. I don't like watermelon ones. Well, I'll eat your watermelon but, ones. Okay. okay. Well, I'll eat your fruit flavored Tootsie Rolls. Right. Okay. <laughs> Why I? Oh, we. We could all share our Halloween basket. Yeah, Aww. Like it. Trades and swaps yep. sitting on the floor mm-hmm. after we fin out trick-or-treating. Be- I, I really think, because we've taken a bunch of kids trick-or-treating, you know, for how many years now, and I really think that that's their favorite part, is like sitting and trading, sure. and then they're just like, mm. and and even like I just tried this, I was like, uh, you can have like two pieces of candy a day. Mm. Even if she would have said, can I have more? I would have said, yeah, of course, it's Halloween. But the, and she had her bag from two years ago up until maybe a month ago. I don't understand. But no, right. I would have eaten all of that by oh, December. Yes. <laughs> I seem to remember on the, you know, I stopped trick-or-treating when I was really young because we moved to Europe. 
facts which I'm sad about to this day. But on the the occasions that I can remember sitting and doing the sorting, mm-hmm. it was you know here group the M and M's and group yeah. the fun size. Are we surprised that you enjoyed and, that? I know organizing it's, your data set. I mean, it's on brand. Yeah. <laughs> but just to catalog and see what I have and get excited about the cool stuff and sneer at the yucky stuff. Yep. That was, was a fun. very important component of that. Yep. Absolutely. There was someone in our and neighborhood you know, who gave out brothers. mellow cups when I was a kid. That seems like a very East Coast thing. They were awful. I don't think I've ever had one of these. I'm Googling It's like it. a Peaceful. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, but with marshmallow in it, and the chocolate's yeah. not Ew, as good. No. You guys are all very, like, mallow cups, mallow mars, mallow things. Yeah, that's I love not... marshmallows, but this does not look good. This is the land of fluff, so. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're that much closer to being British. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not into that. I don't love a marshmallow. I mean, I don't hate it, but it's not. It's definitely not my thing unless, again, if it is uh, s'more-oriented. Mm. I like any kind of marshmallow thing, um, especially Peeps, frozen. Mm-mm. Because then it gives oh. it a chewy, like, nougaty. Mm. I can kind of see that. Mm. I have to tell you guys, if you ever make your own marshmallows, I mean, this is such a snobby thing to say, but if you make your own marshmallows, the difference between a homemade marshmallow and, like, a Jet Puffed is so incredible. Really? Homemade marshmallows are so good. Are they easy to make? I mean, relatively easy. You have to cook them on top of the stove, but it's not that difficult, I don't think. Hmm. Hmm. We can make, like, yams or something and the marshmallows on top. That could be our Thanksgiving baking challenge. Make your own marshmallows. Make your own marshmallows. I think Meredith tried making her own marshmallows, so... I would listen to a cooking She'll with Ann marshmallows. Head. I mean, yeah. we're at the stove. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Stirring. That, that's the next idea because I've always wanted to make some. All right. I did a thing where I, I think I did a, I mean, again, being snobby, we'll call it like an elevated take on a s'mores where I did the homemade marshmallow, but then I think I dipped the marshmallows in chocolate and then I rolled it in toasted coconut and then I sandwiched it in the graham crackers. I did oh. not make my own graham crackers because no. I do draw the line somewhere. Yes. yes. <laughs> that sounds really, that was really, good. really good. I have for you a really deconstructed good. s'more. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the ingredients in a can of Sterno and a stick. <laughs> All right. Well, where were we, uh, kids? All right. Let's talk about candy packs. I have some, like, like, nobody comes to my house, right? And before I had a house, I lived in an apartment and nobody came to the apartment. So I haven't passed out candy since I was a teenager at home. And my parents, like, took Matt trick-or-treating. And then I took that opportunity to help myself off of of the trick. Mm -hmm. Mom, don't listen. (laughs) Oh, by the way, after the Superstition show, remember when we talked about cracks and avoiding stepping on the cracks mm-hmm. when we were yeah, teenagers yeah. to hurt oh, our no. mom. My mom call, called me up and she was like, how many cracks did you step on? <laughs> and I was she like, blamed her bad back on you. I told you to fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So mom, I absolutely never 
snacked off the candy platter that we had at home to give out to the trick-or-treaters. Never, ever, ever. Just so you know. <laughs> ever. But anyway, what was I saying? Oh, the next time I got involved with uh, selecting candy for trick-or-treating was when I worked at the mall. And the malls did like a trick-or-treating program, like an yeah. alternative. So if people didn't want to take their kids out in the neighborhood for if it was too cold or I don't know, maybe it's not a good, a safe place to take kids or maybe the parents would just like to walk around inside and go to all the different stores and not have to freeze their asses off outside. Smart. And it's wild. I think all the stores hate it because nobody goes shopping on Halloween. No, no, they're just getting candy. They're just getting candy. And so, but you have to have extra staff on because there's so many people coming and going and you don't want a line of kids like traipsing in and out of the store. So you have to post somebody at the doorway with the bucket and then the kids will like, grab some of the kids would grab handfuls of candy some of the parents would Mm -hmm. grab handfuls of candy and i'm like that's not okay you guys but so you have to select carefully for that candy and i remember having to run to target after the first hour once because we went through like all four bags of costco candy or something that the boss had brought us so we always did the stuff with the fruit flavored tootsie rolls and what else is in those? I'm trying to remember. God. Just the really cheap. Yes. Packs. Bottom of the barrel. Oh, that I would they call it like kids play. Try. Yeah. Mix it's too. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like there was like gum in there maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, I Which is not. also another bullshit candy for. Yes. Ch- yeah. Child's, child's play. play. Child's play. <laughs> Dots, fruit chews. Oh, I see one with double bubble. You're right, Christy. Mm-hmm. Jolly Rancher. No, that's no, that's got the dots in there. Anything where they've got something with a box is gonna. That's the next tier yeah. up. So this child's play stuff. Lots of Tootsie products. Well, they do have boxes of dots in that one. No peanuts though. Yeah, it, you know it looks almost like exclusively Tootsie. Roll. Yeah, maybe it's made by them. It looks like yeah. yeah. I would assume. Then what would you say is the next one up? Is that the one that has like little packets of Twizzlers in it? Oh, and nerds are I usually one of that those. one. Jolly Rancher, Rainbow Pops. I, do, I don't like gum suckers, though. Tootsie Roll Pops are one thing, but Double Smarties. Branches. What's branches? I don't know. Laffy Taffy. Oh, Laffy Taffy. Laffy Taffy. Only time I, I will ever eat Laffy Taffy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get some, now and oh, later and more. Get some bottle caps in there. I Ooh, kind of good. like a now and later, but man, those can fuck your teeth up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're asking for orthodontia yeah. there. One of my yeah. coworkers just had some sitting on her desk and was picking at them and eating them the other day. I was like, <laughs> where did you get? And, and like wrapped in the waxy paper... Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even know they made those right? anymore. They just seem like they're stale, always. Right. They're, always. they're just uh, less good Starbursts. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you have to work a little bit harder for right. these. Another so, candy bar I thought of that I'll only eat at Halloween is Almond Joy. Oh, yes. Mounds yeah. versus Almond Joy. Yep. Sometimes I you feel like you're not. for a mound. <laughs> Sometimes you don't. 
<laughs> I like that like soggy almond that's in there for some reason. <laughs> that's what the Mounds is one of the few candy bars where I will choose the dark chocolate variety because I think mm. the dark chocolate and the coconut works okay a little bit better so well together. Yeah, but I would I never know. go to the store on a candy hunt and pick an almond joy. No, but if I made homemade ones, Wait, that might what? be good. Well, I mean, can that be a thing you do? <laughs> <laughs> to think about it all right so like i'm mousing over on amazon whatever this was assorted candy party mix they have other varieties so i'm on the one that has trolley sour bright crawlers minis oh trolley makes the woof like sour sour all the gummy stuff yeah, yeah yeah they have like jelly fruit slices individually wrapped Ugh. i don't know it looks a little dom market but i don't know but they have Tootsie Rolls and Dots in there, too, and some other weird-looking stuff. Hmm. I don't know. Sweet Tart Ropes. Sweet Tart Ropes. That's kind of, I don't know. That's I think, Mi- I think Missy likes a Sweet Tart Rope. I think that's like a... I think I tried Wait, I need one. to look that's that up. That's a weird one. Sweet. I've seen one with nerds. Or like a good Chewy Spree. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes. When I was in college and I um, was like dieting, quote-unquote dieting, I would go to the gas station on my parents' gas card. Sorry, Dad. And I would go into the, like, Exxon Tiger Mart, and I would get, this is, I, I don't know why I'm not dead. I would get um, Slim Jims and Chewy Sprees. Oh. Somehow that was on my diet plan, <laughs> but I don't know. I never liked Slim Jims. They just give me heartburn. Even as a kid, they just gave well, me heartburn. No. <laughs> well, you were old as a kid. That's true. <clears throat> I'm seeing some sweet tarts. Um, What are these, like? Gummy ring things. Gross. What? Um, yeah, so it looks like that's sort of the middle level. And then obviously, yeah. we get into the deluxe, which is the chocolate right. pack. I have a, yes. mm-hmm. which is your. I have an opinion here that what? I want to put out because the chocolate packs really fall into categories by brand. There's the yeah. Hershey sure. line and there's the Mars line. And I think those are the Coke and Pepsi of chocolate tiers right they're the sort of top dogs and it is what it is you can choose which one is for you between those two but then there's the ferrero brand chocolates that's the nestle chocolates and it's definitely the rc cola of bagged chocolates like that brand here because i'm looking at a 140 pack right now of crunch bars baby ruth's 100 grands and butterfingers Ooh, Butterfingers. Butter I love Butterfingers. So yes. oh. And you know a fun size Butterfinger is good. Perfect you know because size. It's really, you can scrape the chocolate off with your teeth. <laughs> Don't have a teeth. And, well. and a big one is too yep. much. Yeah. Yep. Um, a um, Butterfinger Blizzard is the fucking mm-hmm. shit. Like, it's it's so the best good. Blizzard for <laughs> sure. So, good. so I'll put Sam on blast here. Years ago, when we were living in Central Falls, she bought Halloween candy in case because we lived in an apartment building, but there were a handful of kids in the building. And we thought, well, maybe if the kids end up just coming like through the building, we better have something to be ready. And she bought a bag of quote unquote fun size a term. I will not apply to these crunch crunch bars. <laughs> Mini. They were oh crunch bars, Nestle crunch bars. And I was just yeah. like, I don't know that there's a worse like you we were saying, I love a crackle, but crunch is just not 
doesn't do it for me. I don't like anything about a crunch bar. It's very waxy. Right? It is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, it's actually not bad in a blizzard, but like because it gives it some sure. crunch. But yes, it is sort of the a waxy titular crunch, situation. right? But they sound. <laughs> I like those. I like those bunch of crunch things that you get at the movie theater which is like little clusters. oh where it's mostly crunch yeah. Like yeah but these just sat in a in a glass thing by the door for like six months and, oh, and even no, even me coming Bobby. and going and i'll eat almost i ate shelled <laughs> peanuts on the drive home <laughs> from albany yesterday <laughs> i'll eat anything if i'm hungry enough <laughs> and then i went to the gas station and i took my floor mat out and just shook all the peanut crafted and fallen. <laughs> There's also this hundred grand bar. Oh yeah, I like oh my god, grand. I like. No, yeah, yeah, really like good. Oh, but they, yeah. like, I'll never buy one. Like, and it's also if the fun size is the right size for the hundred grand because it's yes. But you're just you know you're buying one of these where you know half the candy bars in it, the Baby Ruth and the Crunch, are awful. Yeah, but yeah. that's the ones you give away to the church. <laughs> right. Like, and you get this. Yes. So um, what's the what uh what pack does the Twix go in when you get like the single oh, the stick single of Twix and the Kit Kat? So I'm seeing one that's it's Hershey's mm-hmm. Reese's Kit Kat. God, I so do that love, a, okay, I love a Kit Kat. I love a Kit Kat. Me too. Oh. Okay, so can I tell you can we talk about how in the recent years there's been a new smaller size of all of these things. Mm-hmm. Do yes. you know this? Where the Kit Kat is half the size of but it used to be You'd get like two or three little yeah, bars. Two bars side yeah. by side. Now yeah. it's yeah. one. Yeah, perfect. Now it's one and it's half. Stupid. It's really because you can't stupid. break it and with your tongue. With... First of all, yeah, you can't take it apart and then um, suck on the wafers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> what are they even thinking? <laughs> and these are the same bags that are getting padded with um, with boxes of milk duds and whoppers. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but I like milk duds. I love but the milk. But it's the whoppers. Milk whopper. I like a whopper. But no, I'll eat your whoppers. Well, and the thing is, those I feel the same way as with those as I do with like candy corn, in that I like them. But after a while, I start to feel sick. Where I'm like, yep. there's some mm. malted something. It's that's such like, a sugar bomb. Somebody brought yeah. one of these big mix bags into the office a few weeks ago, and it was the individually wrapped Rolo. One <gasps> one Rolo, and then Milk Duds Whoppers. Or no, not Milk Duds. It was Rolos, Whoppers, Kit Kats, and Hers and Keith and Reese's. That was it. And there was just a giant bowl of Whoppers left by the end. Hmm. I think that does happen a fair amount. Every, and they're not bad, but everybody's like they're just yeah, the least like, good you know, of that array of candy. It's right second slash third tier of the chocolate. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I can't figure out how to organize all this in my brain because I'm looking at pictures of different <laughs> combinations and here's ones that's M&M, Snickers, Twix, Skittles, and Starburst. And my brain can't really process that. Um, yeah, that's too when, much of a When mix. I go to H-E-B to pick out like I'll go sometime this week to go pick out our, you know, bags of candy for, because we get a lot, I mean, I am in a neighborhood where it's like Halloween City. I... I reject really decorating for Halloween. It's just not my thing. I'm not interested. And Bridget asked me, why don't we decorate for Halloween? I'm like, we're not that family. Like, it's fine. I don't judge people that do. It's just not. But my whole neighborhood, it's like inflatable city of sure, you know, ghosts and whatever. So we get a lot of trick-or-treaters. So I have to buy a fair amount. And my face is like, when I'm looking at the candy 
bag. It's like the kombucha girl. Like, you know, the one that she's like, mm, no, mm, no, like I, yes. it's like the variety and I'm like you like the varieties. I'm like, I don't understand how these go together. Like I like this, but I don't like this. And then sometimes I'm just like, fuck it, whatever. Like I'm just going to buy the cheapest stuff. I'm going to buy a mask because I don't really, they're just going to take whatever I get. Kids really aren't um, all that judicious when it comes to getting the candy. They're just like, you know, grab and run. So I'm looking at one. That's interesting. It's Hershey's, so it's shitty candy, right? But it's Hershey's Tombstones, Hmm. Hershey's Cookies and Cream Fangs, Reese's Ghosts, and Reese's Pumpkins, which I don't understand. Oh, I guess the ghosts are white chocolate Reese's. And then pumpkin-shaped York peppermint patties. Don't sleep on a York peppermint patty. No, they're good. We keep back in the freezer. Sam likes them. I don't like them, but I... I recently started buying those uh, Thins Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, and I keep those mm-hmm. in the freezer. That has been fun. Yeah. It's like a Thin Mint. Yeah. Um, so I think, so, and you said you can't wrap your head around ones that are like mm-hmm. a mixed. weird mix. And like, so I'm looking at one, and it's Reese's Pieces. Which are odd. I haven't really seen those before. I mean, they're since good. 1980, whatever it was when E.T. came out, right? right? Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, okay. Kit Kats, delicious. Yep. Twizzlers, huh? Swedish Fish, and Sour Patch Kids. All of those things are good separately, but in the same bag, it seems weird. So I'm wondering if they're trying to do chocolate and a fruity mm-hmm. yeah. in one. So it, so it, um, but see, I everyone. think that's a mistake because I think you need to have bags of chocolate and bags of fruity and force people to buy a bag of each yeah rather than just one bag that has them all because you can't not buy the fruity ones right i mean you don't have to i guess you don't have to but it just seems wrong Go swap kids it's rude to the it's kids problem. Ru- yeah. yeah what if they're allergic to chocolate well then that so my nephews are allergic to gluten or sorry gluten and also nuts and so what i would do is take all of their nut candy and trade it for things that they like. So I'd buy like a big thing of Laffy Taffy and get all the peanut butter It's a good return on investment for you, giving them Laffy Taffy and getting all the good candy. (laughs) Right? Yes. (laughs) Or they also really love 100 Grand Bars. So that's one of the um, only candy bars that they can have. I'm sure it's the crunch without the nut. So sure. Yep. So I'd just get bags of those two and be set. Well, so we've gotten into this. What are our current candy plans? Hillary's going to cheap out. (laughs) (laughs) It's mostly, I mean, I'll have one bag of the good stuff and then... um, and then I'll have some cheap. Because what happens is is you get the older kids later at night. I'm kind of like, fuck all y'all. Like, you barely tried. You get the shitty candy. Agreed. Um, I have gotten one trick-or-treater in the 13, almost 13 years that I've lived here. So I don't even buy anything anymore because I, I mean, because what's going to happen lights. is that I'm going to eat them <laughs> if yes. yeah. I'm here with them. And it's such a low probability that I'm actually going to get anybody that I just don't bother anymore. Um, Bobby, I mean, you're in two apartments, so I would expect <laughs> you don't see. Did you get a lot of people on Mayfair no. Lane? Did you feel like you had to get fancy candy on Mayfair? No, because it's. If you're walking past Mayfair Lane, you don't really know you can go up there. And also the signs that say, don't come up here. 
Yeah, we do. Which I would like to take down eventually, but um, it is, you know, you sort of have to know to go up there. Now, what I would like us to do in future years on Mayfairlane is actually decorate Mayfairlane for Halloween and invite people up because it is the perfect Ooh. creepy Halloween thing because yeah, it's totally. old looking houses it's, and there's a fucking castle at the end. Like it, it's mm-hmm. spooky Halloween time right up there on Mayfairlane. Like you really could play it up. Every time you <laughs> sing that, I just hear the werewolf bar mitzvah <laughs> song from 30 rock. <laughs> yeah. It totally would make like a great spooky walk thing. Uh, but no, we never get trick or treats. I mean, I will buy a bag of Halloween. I've, it's incredible. I have yet to purchase a bag of Halloween candy this year and just eat it all. Well, I'll buy something yeah. this week and just have it around. But we're not. I don't even know where we're going to be on Halloween night. I think we're going to be in Boston. But yeah, we're going to be in a building that's locked. Nobody's coming up mm-hmm. to our place. No. Yeah. And it, it seems like, you know, from the things I hear about New York City apartment living, that seems more like a community where the kids will go sort of trick-or-treating in the hallways of of big Mm -hmm. buildings but that's not really i don't know maybe in downtown minneapolis they have that going on but that's certainly not a thing that i'm aware of sam's mom's house i'm just thinking of this now because i like giving out halloween candy it's 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 so fun to see the costumes and the little kids i love it and i will like you know one person has to go with the kids and one person has to stay at home and i'm always like i want to stay at home because i think it's sort of fun to see the kids and they're usually they're usually pretty sweet and there Mm -hmm. is some meme of the parent saying say thank you say thank you so there's always a parent like lingering in the background telling him screaming say thank you but (laughs) um but no i i think it's cute until the punks come at like eight o'clock and i'm like turning off i'm turning Mm -hmm. off the lights i'm like we're doors locked you're done the last time i gave away candy i just dressed as a suave bunny and I gave up that bunny head. <laughs> so I'd have to find a new costume. Uh, Christy, you probably have a good neighborhood, right? Well, I mean, the neighborhood's good, but for trick-or-treating, I don't know. And that's because when you take your kids out trick-or-treating, you're not home. So that's oh, the, one of the yeah. problems hmm. with it. So this is probably, uh, this is the year for, or Elliot will be at um, mom's house this year. So maybe, but like we have a ring camera. I don't think anyone has come. Oh, that's Ooh. weird. It is really weird. So maybe we should buy some just in case, but I'm fine just having the the lights out. Is Jeremy <laughs> enthusiastic? Because I feel like he could be one of those people that would like rig up some like moving things with the speaker or whatever mm-hmm. and <laughs> scare the all kids. It. Yeah. That, so. I mean, because he has always gone all out for Halloween costumes and maybe sure. now that Elliot's older maybe he'll shift to that kind of situation. You'll be the family that, ideas. <laughs> that has like the tombstones oh in the yard God. and like the witch that like whips up from the ground of people yeah. and the arms <laughs> and dry ice. Yep. Yeah. We go to a we monster go to mash on loop. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we go to a, a rich neighborhood um, for trick-or-treating and since everyone it's like the neighborhood everybody goes to so that's fun because you see all of the kids like mm-hmm. there's just mobs of kids um and that's fun there's lots of houses that do that or have the like touch things where it's like spaghetti but oh, it's brains or like eyeballs <laughs> like um there's lots of that interaction in a covid year i don't know if you're so. put your hand in this wet <laughs> spaghetti that everybody touched it's the right <laughs> okay um yeah i um 
I, those houses always freaked me out. I was like, no, I'm good. Can somebody else get me some candy? I'm yep. gonna, yeah, I'm not. This, this is a strictly transactional <laughs> yes. relationship here. I'm not doing any reactions for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Growing up, we always had the one guy who would dress like a scarecrow or something on his porch and put yeah. the candy bowl yes. out and then jump to fuck with you. <laughs> oh, no. Um, speaking of which, the other day, Rory and I were listening to the radio and Thriller came on and he was like, what is this? And I had to sort of, I, I still need to show them the video because it is such, well, one, it's like a Halloween staple. It's like the alt monster mash. You're like, I'm just gonna play Thriller on a loop. And I, I have such a memory of, we were one of the only families in our neighborhood that had cable we had mtv my sister invited all of her friends over to watch the premiere of thriller and i cried because i was so scared of it i mean now you know weren't we like five yeah yeah and at the end when his eyes flashed and they're like (gasps) cat eyes i started crying and i don't know where my parents were they were nowhere to be found i was just being sat by my sister but i i need to show it to the kids because it really was like you know, kind of amazing. Also directed by John Landis, who we were talking about previously, Ugh. who's a terrible person. But it's a it's a great video. I remember watching that in my music class in elementary school. Like the music <laughs> teacher was so excited, they had to show us the video I know. for that. It, it, you know, my parents were. Um, this is totally a side tangent. My parents were definitely not interested in current pop music when I was growing up. I mean, they were very much all about like whatever, either like standards or Barbra Streisand or the Rolling Stones was the most current. But I remember my dad saying that Michael Jackson, he's very talented. I mean, complicated figure, but my, my dad was very, um, uh, he wasn't impressive. complicated back then. No, he was not at all. Or we did not know how complicated he was. No, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but that was a good Halloween video. Yes, it was. Yes. Um, I changed the last question on the fly. Ooh. Because I think mm. it's it's a good it's a good one. It's going to lead into question of the week. It's a hard one, <gasps> and I know Christy is going to have an especially hard time because you don't oh, like to be so pinned many. down yeah. to one. And all those Neko wafers okay. people are getting in there. <laughs> <laughs> what is the one candy? Only one Halloween candy you have to have, or I guess keep from giving out to the children. What is the one you would keep for yourself? I have to say Milky Way. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. I'll go with Butterfinger. Oh, oh that's good. Mm-hmm. Bobby, you go. Uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Uh-huh. Mine was a toss-up between Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, but I think really, if at my heart of hearts, I'm going to say a Kit Kat, even in the bullshit smaller versions. I like the crunch. That's a good tishy yes. Halloween candy pack. <laughs> yes, frankly. it is. That is. They should, you should be able to pick your pack. <laughs> you should. Oh. Um, the reason why I picked, because I, I would have any of those things that you listed, but mm-hmm. I don't think I would buy a Butterfinger. Butter yeah. Like a full Butterfinger, but Kit Kats, peanut butter cups, Milky Yeah, you Ways. might buy that. Yeah. Oh, I do. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I a might. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the Milky Way Simple Caramel, mm-hmm. Simply Caramel, mm-hmm. in the, from the freezer. Don't sleep on I that. just don't crave a full-size candy bar anymore either. I, as a kid, yeah. it was the dream to find a house doing full-size candy bars. <laughs> sure. I think yes. it happened once. I might have dreamed it. But like, and I always wanted to be the house that gives out full-size candy bars too, but I'm not mm-hmm. a Rockefeller. So maybe someday. 
<laughs> but like, I know what is the well, cost no kids come to you, and so they're just. But like you know. now, I'm in. What I'm is- in gas stations and and drugstores and grocery stores all the time, and I, I never think I'm gonna buy a candy bar. <laughs> I'm gonna get a hundred grand. Well, except bar. now I'm gonna yeah. get a payday, but I better get something with chocolate <laughs> too to make up for it. Hundred grand bars are really good. Yeah. I Remember Google, when they tried to do a push of whatchamacallit? I don't think those come in hell. Whatever. Yeah, they don't make a fun size of whatchamacallit because they're not. Or, or <laughs> um, like a granola bar. Oh, what? Fifth Avenue is a really yeah, good yep. candy bar. It it is. Is. I don't think I've ever had one. <laughs> Weird. And if you like be a Butterfingers, you will mm-hmm. love it. It's better than a Butterfinger. I find that <laughs> it's oh, it's because the the peanut butter isn't like a chunk; it's like flaky, yeah. and it. I, right. I don't know how to explain it. Bob, hey. you explain it. I I think that that's pretty much it. I I they're great. <laughs> and, and wait, I have a quick European question for you. Yeah. Um, when I so now these are a little bit more readily available, but when you were a kid, were like Kinder products like a big deal where you were. Yeah, I mean they weren't a big deal. I mean they were an everyday deal. You get a yes. Kinder Kinder yeah. egg or whatever. Yeah, the way that you would get a Snickers. It's funny because they're so prevalent now, and I remember being like abroad when I was twenty one and thinking, "Oh my god, these are the best things." You could only get them when you're in Europe, and now they're at the local like shitty mm-hmm. gas station. Yeah, but they're not the same ones, you know. Yeah. Do you know this? Probably, no. They they are for America. They. So the Kinder eggs, like you get in Canada and Mexico and and Europe, the ki- the toy is inside, and that's yeah. what the American kids would eat it. Apparently, that's right. what they thought. But <laughs> they're illegal kids, and so it's like an egg, and it's kind of hollow. But yeah. the American ones are an egg shape that comes apart in two yeah, places. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then it's like a cup, and the thing inside looks like a spider egg. It's it's disturbing. Yeah. I like the Kinder like Twixy kind of things. Those are the ones that I like. The I Kinder really like. Bueno, Kinder Bueno, yeah. Yeah, Kinder Buenos are good. Christy, how would you prefer a Fifth Avenue bar or a Clark bar? I've never had a Clark oh, bar. Clark bar, very very similar, very similar. I don't know that I could really a clack, okay. a clack, clack, clack bar. So <laughs> then, what's a Take Five? Take Five has. Five different things. Right. It's like pretzels and peanut butter and caramel. It was too that's much. That's also like a new age okay. candy bar. Like that came out in like yeah. the nineties or something. And also, I feel like that's for like young single people that are like, you're just starting your job. Like take that's five. That's me. <laughs> I'm a young single person. <laughs> take five, Anne. I oh. thought I'd tried all the candy bars, but I haven't. Hey, listen. It's like there's a new frontier for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, this Clark bar might be a um, regional thing. I've never seen it. Seen one here. Interesting. I've heard of it. Uh, Maybe it didn't make it across the rise. My, my <laughs> high school girlfriend's last name was, and I assume it still is, Clark. Uh, and so, you know, Clark bars had a moment of convenience in that, you know, that's a, a You could ask her, like, homecoming. World. Right. So? <laughs> See, I'm looking at the cross section of the Clark bar, and it looks dry. Well, so maybe that's why I never gave yeah, it a chance. Yeah, it has chance. a bit of that crumble, but like it, it in a good way. I mean, just like the Fifth Avenue bar has a bit of that crumble. Hmm. Try one right. and then come back to us. Well, Tell us I have some think. homework. Oh, no. I thought <laughs> oh, my days were candy over. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so sad I can't go to the store until Monday. <laughs> 
could go puff yourself a, a bunch of candy. <laughs> yeah, try to like door dash it again or whatever. Yeah, Rub three hours it. later, I still want my Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> okay, well, that takes us to the question of the week. You know what it's going to be, people. One candy. I mean, this is... You have to choose one candy and one candy only, or you're going to die. <laughs> and <laughs> what, what would it be? What is the Halloween candy that you don't trade away in your post-trick-or-treating sorting session? Uh, I am interested to hear what uh, other people have to say about this. Although, Lane... If you come up with some fancy thing that you got in Peruvian, Chile, <laughs> I am going to judge you for it because you have had a much more interesting life than I have, and I resent it. <laughs> I agree. Ugh. All right, should we move on to Tishi Recommends? Please do. Yes, please. All right. Um, I started listening to a podcast. I believe there are only two episodes. Um, it's by Dave Holmes, who I generally enjoy. He was as he talks about in the first episode he was the runner-up in the i want to be a vj contest um on mtv but he's a really good music writer and he did end up on mtv even though he lost the uh, yeah. contest he did to, get to be a vj he did and he was more stable than jesse like yeah, oh, that guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um but he i i really enjoy him and i, I enjoy his uh, perspective on music but um he this is his passion project um, talking about a band called Sudden Impact. Okay, so put yourself back in like whatever, 1991, you're watching the Motown Philly video and mm-hmm. you know, it's the East Coast family and it's like ABC, BBD, the East yep. Coast family. Well, not mentioned, but all, but featured in the video is a white band called Sudden Impact. I also remember this and being like, who are they? And it kind of looked like NKOTB sort of stuff, but you're like, who's this band? Well, they never produced anything. They Nothing ever came out. And he's been sort of obsessed with it his whole life. And he was like, in 1991, until, I don't know, 2000, you really couldn't just Google it up and say, like, what happened to this band? So it's him trying to discover what happened to this band. Where are they? Did they do anything? And it kind of uncovered, goes in some really funny directions. The Well, and they start, did y'all ever watch Community? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Yvette Nicole Brown, the woman, she was on Community. Uh-huh. She was like a member of the East Coast family, sort of like tangentially. So she makes an appearance. That's very funny. Also, um, I, this is the most shocking thing to me. Okay, so my husband is from Boston. He was obviously... Um, what, what was the New or- what No, um, what was the Bobby Brown and Michael Bivens band? Why am I like blanking on it? New Edition. Uh, he was a big New Edition fan because they're from Boston. And I said, "Did you know that Michael Bivens was only 22 when he founded uh, Boys to Men?" He was like, "No way!" And he really was. He was 22 when he had this whole sort of like East Coast family, you know, big kind of conglomerate. So anyway, that was very interesting, and it's kind of a funny throwback into this world of watching MTV and kind of being focused on it, but like not quite being able to ascertain the information that you want at the time. So he's going to discover it. Anyway, I found it really funny and I find him very charming and he has, it's, it's produced by the people that produce 
My Favorite Murder, which was a show that I liked once upon a time, but now it's like, ooh, like I don't really like it. But Karen Kilgariff is one of the hosts of it, and she is the part that I like, and she is very funny, and she kind of plays a side role in this, and she's it's she's really really funny. Dave and I were listening to it together, and it's it's entertaining. It's light, but fun. The whole time you've been talking, I've been thinking. Me too. God, it's such a good. That's the only. You know, I didn't love Boys to Men. That was not my stuff. But Motown Philly is a fucking jam. That is a really good, fun song. And he points out that he's like, this is, you know, this is the legendary East Coast family when none of them had really ever come out with anything (laughs) except like Belle DeVoe. Like they were like, we all just believed that this was some, you know, big unit, and all it is is just them promoting themselves. But it's it's a fun show. I like it. Yeah. You didn't like I'll Make Love to You? That was a good song back in its day. I guess now I could probably get to, I think at the time, by the time that they really got into their like slow jam period, I was like, I really want, you know, I don't know, whatever bullshit alternate, you know, deep blue something mm. alternate bullshit that I liked. So <laughs> I. <laughs> don't lie. You were just a color me bad fan. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously. Just we can't go one week without a deep blue something reference. <laughs> Uh, wait, well, who who um, sang like "Blue Cars"? Um, I had the C- I had the singlet. Oh, it. Um, oh gosh, what was it called? Missy and Emily, my best friends, used to make fun of me for oh, Dishwalla. Dishwalla, yes. 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 <laughs> I was a big Dishwalla fan. <laughs> I also loved. Speaking of candy, love the lemon heads. That was like my jam. I thought Evan Dando was the hottest person that had ever lived. So, well, of course, that was that was my that was where I was in like 1993. Um, Christy, I assume this is yeah. you. Yes. So I've recently learned about this thing called Bones and No Bones Day. I just heard about it today. Yeah, I heard it from a coworker yesterday, and I don't get into TikTok trends mostly because I don't know how TikTok works. Um, but so. This is my new favorite happy place. This guy um, named John, he has a um, dog named Noodles, a 13-year-old pug. And every day on TikTok, he picks the dog up. And if he just like slumps back, that's a no bones day. And that means you wear your pajama pants and you take it easy. You watch Netflix. um, And then if the dog stands up, it's a bones day. And that means you treat yourself. You go out. You take the walk. You... um, do something courageous and I just love it so much. This guy is just so happy and funny and this dog is just like very cute. So I don't know. That's my happy. I, I feel like noodles is not long for this world. <laughs> no, that's just, that I was just thinking Oof. about how sad I'm gonna be when noodles dies. I mean, because he was like, Noodles went for a for a walk yesterday and he just he just can't he can't get up and I'm like, That's not cute. Uh-uh. <laughs> And it does that bulldog snuffly thing. And I'm like, but he can't breathe. <laughs> Clear its nose. He has no bones. <laughs> but the guy, Jonathan, um, his owner, is just so happy and positive that um, I love it. Every day I'm going to check to see what pants I should be wearing. Um, but if you want to watch it, uh, it's at, at John, J-O-N, Graz, G-R-A-Z. If you I don't need to use TikTok, I don't know. But I, I think I, he's also on... <laughs> Instagram. I don't need a dog to tell me what kind of pants I'm wearing. <laughs> Elasticized waist. Yeah. Well, it was funny because I think it was today. It was a no bones day. And he was like, take those jeans off. 
It's no hard pants. <laughs> I just thought that was cute. Yes. So. Oh, to wrap it right back around to the beginning of the show, the worst part of having the furnace fixed, I tore a bra for three days in a row. Uh, <laughs> gross. I mean, just till they're, just while they're there, you can take that thing off. I know. It was very funny um, when they were there the first day. They're like, well, you know, we'll, we'll get out of your hair and, you know, then you can go and put your pajamas back on. I was like, you have no idea how true that is. And they laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> You're like, no, really. Seriously, get out. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got a book by V.J. Kennedy. <laughs> oh, boo, and, uh, Kennedy. Ooh. I have a friend who has a crush on her, but it has nothing to do with her politics. Oh. God, I think she's I on Fox News now. No. Oh, it's the worst. Anyway, you can yeah. find the show as everything, surprisingly, at thisshowiseverything.com. You can also submit your comments and feedback to us at throwyourphone.com, including your one candy, if you like. Join the Facebook Ooh. group at This Show Is Everything to come participate in our in our fun games there. And uh, let everyone judge you and start conversations about your one candy. The show Twitter, when I remember to update it, is at Tishi Show. You can email us at Tishi at 10710.com. You can send us a voice memo there and we will play it. You can fax me your candy at 617-354-8513. And with that, uh, I am off to uh, find a payday in a Fifth Avenue bar. Hell yeah. You're right behind so you. <laughs> I've never been too good with names. The cellar door was open, I could never stay away. I know it's probably not my place. But she's a
Oh, you're looking at a broken peanut. All I ever wanted was to get into a Fifth Avenue candy bar so I can be irresistible. But they don't want peanuts. They want peanut butter. Crunchy layer after layer of peanut butter smothered in Hershey's pure milk chocolate. Oh, it'll be a grind, but I'm going to do it. After all, it's Hershey, it's Fifth Avenue, it's everything it's cracked up to be. If they won't have me, I'm going to throw myself to the elephants.